Do you consider yourself a high achiever? Smart, driven, highly successful? I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your next workplace superpower. My name is Julia Arndt, and I am the host of this podcast. And today I want to talk with you about a couple of tools that you can do or apply or use when you're finding yourself pretty isolated and alone at the moment. The coronavirus outbreak happened a couple of months ago, starting in China in December 2019. And at this point, all of us, most of us, I think, have been asked to stay at home, to shelter in place and to practice social distancing. For some of us, this could mean that we are all by ourselves at the moment and that we are not really having any contact with the outside world. And that can feel really isolating, really lonely and maybe also even really fearful and anxious. So I absolutely understand that some of us might be feeling this way right now. And I want to talk with you about a couple of different tools today that you can use in order to go away and move away from feeling isolated and feeling like the roof is falling on your head and not really knowing what you should be doing. Maybe you're working from home, but you are completely by yourself and that can be really difficult. So let's talk about a couple of things today that I want to share with you. First of all, during these times, it is very, very easy that we are being pulled out of our routines, right? We don't have to commute to work anymore. We are not seeing our friends anymore. Oftentimes, we're not going to the gym anymore or we're not exercising anymore because everything literally has changed in our lives. And it is really, really difficult to find this new state of normal. What is really normal, right? What can we do in order to take care of ourselves? And this is the very first thing that I want to share with you today because it is really important that you are staying with your routines or that you're creating a new routine, a new stay-at-home routine for yourself over the next couple of weeks because we all don't know how long this is going to last and it is better to expect the unexpected and it is better to assume that this will go on for a couple of more weeks and maybe you're feeling really isolated and really alone at the moment and you don't want to stay feeling this way over the next couple of weeks. This is really unhealthy and of course, um, it is not really good for your mental state. So let's make sure that you're creating a new routine. What can that look like? So for example, maybe in the past you got up, got ready, you took a commute, either you took the bus or you took the car or you took the metro in order to go to work and now, or maybe you even walked to work and now you're staying at home. So this is already a really crucial part of your life that has significantly changed for you and that has significantly shifted. So it is important to understand that this was still part of your life and something where you probably disconnected from work or where you did something for yourself. For example, you moved. For example, you listened to a podcast instead of jumping into all of the work-related things right away. And 
if you are now working from home and you're not moving anymore and maybe you're not even getting ready in the morning because you feel like you're just sitting in front of your computer, nobody sees you, you can literally stay in your pajamas all day long, not putting makeup on if you're a girl or a woman and not really take care of yourself. But this is really important to really feel well and to feel better with ourselves. So I highly encourage you to create new routines in your life over these next couple of weeks and to really stick to those routines because it's really important for you to stay healthy and to stay mentally fit and mentally strong because it's so easy to slip into all of these different bad habits and routines and without us really realizing at the beginning how detrimental it can be for our physical and emotional health it, it can happen so so let's make sure that you don't get there so what can you do in order to create these new routines depending on what you did before so depending on how you got ready before in the morning and what you did in order to get to work um shift that a little bit some of you have told me oh i can actually sleep an hour longer than before which is great or um, I actually have time for exercise because now I have two or three hours in a day that I'm saving which is great and I want you to use this time for yourself I don't want you to use this time to work even more because again we need to take care of ourselves and of our mental states so a routine can look like getting up in the morning and making sure that first of all the most important person that you should be taking care of is yourself and that could mean that you go into the bathroom you brush your hair you brush your teeth um, you get some fresh water in your face maybe you even take a shower and then you go have breakfast have a glass of warm water that's really helpful and really important because oftentimes we are dehydrating overnight all the time everybody is dehydrating overnight because we are literally not giving our body any hydration for eight or nine hours while we are sleeping and so we are actually really dehydrated and when our brains are dehydrated we cannot focus well enough so hydration is really important this is what I do as well in the morning when I get up and then I have my tea I sit down and I journal and then I have breakfast before I'm starting to check my messages and this is something that you can do as well so make sure that you are staying away from being connected to your phones right away don't just roll over in your bed and start working especially when you're working from home and you're working all day long anyway it is important that you're setting really really clear your boundaries with yourself and as you know I've been working from home over a year now and so let me tell you this is really important to stay sane and to have this routine in your life that helps you keep moving forward and that helps you stay productive instead of maybe isolating yourself and maybe hunkering down in your bed with your computer and with ice cream or with chocolate because it's not healthy for us we can do that for a day we can feel sad and lonely for a day that's totally okay but if this is going on for a longer period of time that's really unhealthy so make sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you are creating these new routines in your life and while we are speaking about creating routines it's also really important to really plan your day and to have a schedule for your day to make sure that you are occupying yourself that you're occupying your time and that you do something productive with yourself instead of just being lonely or feeling sad because when we are starting to be in these negative cycles in these negative rhythms of our own thoughts 
then it can be more and more difficult to get out of it, especially when we are alone by ourselves and we don't have any contact with the outside world, really. So how do you plan your day? This is a good question, right? So what is your morning routine? How much time do you want to have in the morning before you start to work? Sometimes I talk to my clients and they tell me, I literally roll out of bed and I'm sitting in the first video conference with my team. That is not a really good idea to start your day. I would highly encourage encourage you to not do that and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. I want you to really take care of yourself. So that's for sure clear, right? I've talked about this now in length. Your morning routine is really important and I want you to be really clear on how you're spending the first 30 to 60 minutes of your day in a way that serves you and that fills your energy reserves in a healthy way in order to get your body ready and motivated. Make yourself breakfast. Make sure that you are fueling your body because your body needs fuel and energy in order to function that is important as well so let me say that as well for the morning routine okay so then we talked about how to schedule your day right so obviously um, if you're working then you probably have a work calendar and you have different meetings throughout the day that you need to attend to and it is important that now when you're looking at your calendar that you're making sure that even during those days you have time for yourself and you're taking regular breaks why is this so important well let me tell you when you start to work from home and you realize that you literally do not have to get up in order to go from one meeting to the next it can really quickly happen that you're literally sitting in three four five hour blocks of meetings because we are oftentimes in back-to-back -back meetings 30 minutes one after another and when you're working from home you do actually not have to leave your seat anymore you don't have to walk to a meeting room or to a conference room or to a different building in order to meet people. You can do it all from one point. That has its benefits for sure, but it also has its side effects because obviously the benefits are that, you know, you are there and you don't have to move and you could be more productive in theory. But when you're asking yourself now, after testing this out for a week or two, do you really feel more productive? A lot of people tell me they don't. And there's a special reason behind this because we are literally depleting our energy systems when we are sitting when we're sitting is the first thing right but when we're sitting in these meetings back to back to back and we're not taking regular breaks to refuel us to refuel ourselves to take a break to walk to move our body but also to have something to drink to have something to eat and to just completely disconnect as well so make sure that when you're planning out your day that you are thinking about these things that you are literally blocking time with yourself and I recommend two to three time blocks per day for yourself. One is a bigger time block for your lunch hour, hopefully for a 60 minute break. And then two or smaller breaks could be 15 minutes, could be 10 minutes or could even be 30 minutes if that's easier to schedule on your calendar. But make sure that you're taking these meetings with yourself as seriously as you do with any other people that you have time scheduled with. This is really important to stay sane, to keep your body moving, to stay focused and productive and at the same time really re-energize your body over a regular basis because if you don't do that and I'm sure that you have experienced that as well then really quickly you can um, start to feel really depleted and then what happens to me what happened to me in the past when I didn't pay attention to this is then I may be eating at three or four o'clock in the afternoon my lunch 
And then after eating my lunch, I am feeling so depleted and so tired that I'm really unmotivated and very unproductive to continue working. And you want to completely, of course, avoid that. And the other thing that could happen is that for two or three days, you might be able to keep up with that rhythm. But then on a Thursday, for example, you might feel completely depleted. You feel tired. Maybe you even start to feel sick because you haven't taken care of yourself. So let me tell you, this is really important. So make sure that you're planning your day. Scheduling and time management is now even more important than ever before, that you are really clear on what your priorities are, who you're meeting with, and what you do on a regular basis also to take care of yourself. If you need a little bit more help, especially with time management, makes, makes me always think, of course, of my course that I have. It's a five-day free email course where I am giving you a step-by-step -step approach of how you can really get into a better time management rhythm. So make sure to check that out. I'll make sure to put the link in the show notes as well so you can head over to my website. As I said, it's completely for free. I just want to help you. I know that a lot of people are struggling with time, especially during these times when we are having a new situation and something that we're not used to. So make sure that you are scheduling out your day. And once you are done working, Working, this is the most important thing is that you don't just close your laptop and then you sit on the couch for the rest of the day and watch TV and overeat. It's really important that you move. It is really important. So that can mean different things for each of you, right? We are all individual. We all like to do different things. For me, it is extremely, extremely important to go outside no matter how unmotivated I feel after a full day of work, no matter how tired I feel when I'm done with all of the meetings and all of the projects that I'm working on. Every time I go out, I have never regretted going out, I can tell you that. And so I really want to encourage you to do something physical after your workday is completed. And I encourage you that to, that you complete your workday in the first place, of course, as well, because it is really easy to drop our boundaries when we're working from home. It is really easy that we're working past five o'clock, past six o'clock, past seven o'clock. People are chatting with us or sending us emails and we are telling them that we are still online by responding. So make sure that you're really clear, make sure that you do have a set schedule, especially when you're all by yourself, when you're working from home, then it's of course so much easier to just be like, I keep on working, I keep on working, I'm not doing anything for myself, I'm staying stuck on my chair and this is not really healthy, right? So make sure that you are really clear on when do you work, nine to five hopefully, or something in between. And once you completed your workday, make sure that you exercise and move. Exercise doesn't mean exercise. Exercise doesn't mean you need to go to the gym, which you can't go to the gym right now. I know that. Exercise means that you move your body. It could mean that you're going outside for a walk. We can still go outside. Yes, we have been asked to shelter in place, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be going outside or that you could open a window and stand in the window and um, get some fresh air or just step outside of your front door literally and just take a couple of deep breaths of fresh air because we don't get that at the moment when we're sitting at home we don't get any fresh air and it is so important for our body so make sure that you are getting exercise in you can go outside I already mentioned that or you could do some exercises online, right? Everybody nowadays is offering exercises online. 
online. You can go to YouTube. You can watch a yoga video. You can watch a meditation video, which is not really exercise, but it is a way to relax your brain, which is also really helpful. Um, you could do an exercise video, right? There are so many body weight exercises that you can do from your home. And I'm sure that especially during these times, so many fitness gurus and trainers have created these videos that you can really do from home. So make sure that you're using this offering and that you make sure that you are moving your body. This is really important. You could also, for example, really support your local businesses, right? All of the small businesses are really struggling at the moment because nobody is going to the local yoga or Pilates course anymore or is using any of the small business offerings that we have usually out there but I have just recently learned as well that my local yoga studio is now giving all of the yoga classes on zoom and that I can actually sign up for it and I can be there with other people and we are all in this together with the teacher with the other students and we're still practicing yoga and I think that's really beautiful so think about how can you support your local businesses and by moving and you're supporting yourself and you're supporting the business, which is a wonderful synergy effect. All right, so this is scheduling your day, right? So you have a morning routine, you do something for yourself to make sure that you are really productive. You have scheduled out your day, make sure you have two to three breaks during the day, and then also make sure that you're having really clear boundaries on what your working hours are. And once you have finished your day, make sure that you're doing something for yourself to re-energize yourself. Exercise, going outside, doing a yoga class, any of these kind of things. This is really for yourself. And then when you're feeling lonely and when you're feeling isolated, when you're all by yourself, you should also be thinking about, okay, what can I do next, right? There are still a couple of hours in the day in, or before the, the day is over and before you're going to sleep. So let's talk a bit about that as well. The first thing that you can do is you can do a social happy hour or you can do a social dinner with your friends over the phone or over hangouts or over um, your laptop, whatever it is that works for you. And that is really important in order to stay connected with people, right? A lot of people are telling me right now, I feel really lonely. And especially in the evenings, I usually went out to the gym and I saw a couple of different people. Now I don't really have anything going on for myself. So plan that you have the power to plan your own day and you need to get in charge of your own day. This is really important. You can't just expect that somebody else is doing it for you. Get in charge of your own day and of your own feelings and make sure that when you are feeling isolated, when you're feeling lonely, of course, the first important thing is always to be aware of it, right? And then when you are aware that you're feeling down, then make sure that you're doing something to counteract that. So schedule some happy hour. I have done a couple of happy hours with my friends over the last couple of days and it's been wonderful. We had a glass of wine or a tea and we were just catching up on all of the things that have been happening. Maybe, you know, venting as well about the things that are happening right now because sometimes this is important as well. And then, you know, and then you hang up and you feel better. So make sure that you're scheduling these kind of social interactions as well for yourself and then once that is over and you feel like okay Julia now I have really done everything that you have told me to do and you still feel not a hundred percent that is also really okay because all of a sudden now you have time maybe to think about the things that you're not so happy with right? We are oftentimes very good at distracting ourselves. We are very good at pushing negative thoughts away or pushing things away that we don't really want to cope with. And all of a sudden, we are at home 
and we have time to think about these things. And maybe now more so than ever before, they are really starting to be present for you. They are starting to put kind of pressure on you and they're starting to pop up and they don't let you sleep and they make you worry and they make you question what you should be doing in your life. And again, this is also really normal because when you are just learning to be a more conscious person and a more mindful person of the things that are happening in your head, then these things can come up. Or also when we are in difficult times, you might even be triggered by a former crisis or a former situation that you had before in your life that was really uncomfortable and very painful. So when this is happening to you, I can only say it is really, really important that you are not pushing these thoughts and feelings away. Those thoughts and feelings are there for a reason. They are there to give you some very important information of how you are currently feeling. The important thing is, is that you're not identifying with that feeling. You are not anger or you are not fear. You are not loneliness. This is just some information and that information needs to be used in order to change something about it. So if you're feeling lonely, I already said that, do something social, right? If you are feeling desperate or overwhelmed because some feelings are coming up that you uh, should have been dealing with a, a while ago, but now that you have more time to think about these things, they are really there and you need to start thinking about these things, then that's okay. All right. So this is the information now that you have received. And how can you get out of that? Well, my recommendation for that is, is that you're starting to create awareness and for me, the best thing to create awareness is to write um, and to journal. And sometimes it is really helpful for me as well to use some really easy prompts to prompt myself about the things that I need to let go of in order to make sure that all of the thoughts that are in my head at the moment get out on paper. This is a really powerful exercise and I've used it many, many times and many, many years in my life in order to really help myself in a current situation where I didn't really have the possibility to talk with somebody else or where I didn't really want to talk with somebody else because I was a little bit afraid of all of the thoughts that were going on in my head or I was scared about talking to somebody else because I felt like I was just repeating myself and my friends were sick of hearing the things that were going on in my head. So journaling is really powerful and even though you don't have a journaling practice, this is totally okay. You literally just need to take a piece of paper and a pen and you can start writing down all of the thoughts that you have. I was again talking to a client of mine last week and he said to me, I literally just woke up in the morning. I felt very anxious. I took a piece of paper and I wrote a prayer. I wrote a prayer about all of the things that I'm worried about at the moment, all of the people that I want to protect, all of the things that are on my mind. And I felt so much better afterwards. So no matter how your journaling and your writing practice looks like, no matter in which direction you're going to go off of, that's totally cool. And that's very powerful for yourself to do. So make sure that you're doing a journaling practice and that you are writing your, th your thoughts down in order to get a little bit more clear on what is going on. So this is the piece where you're creating awareness. And then once you have created awareness and you don't know what to do next because you don't know how to handle this situation. Maybe it is a new situation that you have been encountering. I would highly recommend to you to go explore a little bit, right? 
read a book or download a audiobook and listen to a book that might be related to the topic that you're struggling with. Listen to podcasts, listen to any episodes that might be addressing the subject and that might help you guide you in a certain way. Do a personal development course. There are so many amazing courses out there that you can do. I have the From Stress to Empowered Online Coaching program that can help you both in your personal life and in your work life to get to find a more empowered state and start to uncover all of the things that have been going on in your life that have been stressing you and that have been really difficult for you. By the way, the From Stress to Empowered Online Coaching program is still open at the moment and I am going to see if I maybe even keep it open during these difficult times so you have the chance to sign up for this course and give you the chance that you're working through these difficult times. It has a beautiful 200-page workbook. I know I've already talked about these things before, but I I love, I love, love, love this program and I wouldn't so highly encourage you and so highly recommend to you that you should be doing this program if I wouldn't 100% believe in it. I have so many people that have reached out to me that have done the course and that have really profited and took advantage of the information that they learned about themselves in this course. This is a perfect time to invest in yourself because you are at home, you have a little bit more additional time and maybe the roof is falling on your head at the moment and you need some help in order to get out of that. So make sure that you're using all of the different resources that I mentioned in order to really start to understand yourself understand your feelings, understand where you're coming from and also be gentle with yourself. This is the most important thing at the moment. There are so many things going on. It is important that you're gentle with yourself. It is important that you have some days as well where you're not feeling okay. We all have these days, let me tell you this. And it is important that sometimes that you are okay with that state and that you are practicing self-care no matter what self-care looks for you in this moment. And then it's also important sometimes to to push yourself a little bit and to tell yourself, okay, I've been maybe in this state for a day or even two days. I need to get out of this. I need to get an action in order to change something about the things that I'm worrying about at the moment. No matter if it is creating a beautiful time management schedule for yourself, no matter if it is reaching out to some friends and scheduling some happy hours or some dinners in order to not feel alone. It is important that you are understanding yourself and that you're coping with the things that are coming up because they are coming up for a reason. They're coming up because you haven't dealt with them in the past and because they want to be dealt with because they are important information for you to in order to understand yourself and in order to understand what can I do and in order to be a more informed person because only if you understand yourself will you be able to understand others as well. And then the last thing that I wanted to share with you today that is something that is very important during these times as well is that you make sure that you really are clear on what can you control at the moment and what can you not control, right? We love to get hung up on the things that we cannot control. Maybe things got canceled that you were really looking forward to and you're holding a little bit of grudge (laughs) towards coronavirus at the moment because things that you are really looking forward to and that you were excited about didn't happen. But this is something that you can't control and you need to let go of 
these negative feelings because they are not serving you. They are not helping you to move forward. You need to focus on the things that you can control and that you have power over because that is a way more positive and a way more healthy way to look at things in order to stay healthy yourself and to make sure that from a physical and mental perspective, you are your best self. So I hope that you took a couple of good ideas away from today's podcast episode and I hope that you are well. I really hope that you are dealing with this situation in the best way possible for yourself. If you need any help, if you want to speak with me, for example, if, if you don't have anyone else to speak to, I am here for you. You can schedule free 30-minute sessions with me at the moment. And I want to listen. I want to help you get into your empowered state. So make sure that you're using these resources. They are there for a reason because we know that people are struggling at the moment. And that's why we as you know, mental health care professionals. I'm not a mental health care professional, but I am a stress management coach and I'm a peak performance trainer. So I also can relate and I can help. So let me help you and let me, yeah, let me get to know you. So make sure that you're reaching out to me if you are listening to this right now and you're working for a company and you feel like you could really help your team or your manager or anyone get in a healthier state by either scheduling a, a virtual workshop with me or by scheduling some time with me or by sending them this podcast episode, then please go ahead and do that. I would really appreciate it because this really helps me to reach more people and help more people in this way as well. And if you have a little bit of time and you don't know what to do over the next couple of weeks and if you haven't done yet, I also always really love to hear from you. So if you leave me a five-star rating on iTunes and leave a, a review on how you're finding this podcast, that would incredibly help me and then also again help other people find this podcast and um, make sure that the information that I share is shared with more people. All right, so thank you so much for listening today or maybe thank you for watching this video today if you're watching the YouTube video and I really appreciate you. I think of you, I, I'm thinking about so many different ways of how I can help you. So take use of all of the different resources that I have for you and I hope that I speak to you really, really soon. Take care, with love, Julie.